I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding.com. That was sounding that was so, so good. good. Happy Friday, lit listeners. Happy Friday, everybody. All right, so we are going to jump right into this episode because I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a longer one. Well, we'll try um, not to make it too long. We'll try, we'll try to, to not too crazy, but there is a lot to go through. Yes. Um. So we are going to be doing the mid-year book tag. Um. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be there's like 13 questions and like a little honorable mention that we're going to discuss about. Um. It'll prompt us with 13 questions related to the books that we've read so far in the first half of the year, and we will answer them. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited and I actually had a hard time trying to like put certain books in certain categories because I feel like I had maybe more than one or I don't know I looked through my books and I was like really I feel like some of the books I could choose apparently I read at the end of the year last year because I was like oh I would oh, no. really pick this but it does not count because it was not this year so I felt like I kept choosing books that I had more recently read that I felt like oh, I haven't yeah. talked about on the podcast yet so yeah. I ended up choosing some, like, I ended up, like, choosing a ton based off of memory because I didn't have access to my Goodreads account at the moment. Um, but yeah. I was choosing them, and then I, like, looked back, and I was like, oh, I guess, like, I could have chosen all these other ones from, like, the first three months of the year, but I just did not. But the so. came to your mind, then that means that they stood out for a reason, so. That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's just give, we'll prompt each other with the questions um, there's 13 in total, and then we'll have like a little honorable mention section. Um, so I will ask the question first so we can get right to business um, and excitedly talk about um, our favorite books um, so far and favorite categories of books um, so far throughout 2022. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. All right. So Haley, what would you say so far has been your like the best book you've read in this half of 2022? Okay, this is hard for me because I feel like there were quite a few that could have um, fallen in this category, but I ended up going with His and Hers by Alice Feeney. Oh, because it really captured my attention. It took me by a surprise, and, um, and it's a thriller, which I love thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just one of those books that, like, I almost put for um, it makes me like one of the questions later is, like, is there a book that makes you happy? And I was like, well, I feel like it's weird to say that a thriller makes me happy. <laughs> so I picked something else. But I think it's because of how well it is written and just the twists and turns along the way. I just, I really feel like it's a standout to me. Yeah, I honestly, I loved, 
I loved that book as well. And I like I literally just talked about um, how I had read so last week, how I read so many like thrillers in the month of June. But the one that kept coming back to me was his and hers. It is just so well written. So I can Mm -hmm. definitely see how that could be like your favorite book and even kind of make you a little bit happy. Mm -hmm. So what's your best book of the year so far? Um, so mine's The Paper Palace. Of course. <laughs> by uh, Miranda, whatever her last name is. There's two of them. Oh my gosh, I can never think of it. Miranda, uh, I'm so sorry that I'm forgetting your last name. Cowley Heller. Miranda Cowley Heller. Cowley Heller. Um, again, you guys can go back and listen to my um, whole episode that I did all by myself about a uh, about my book review for the paper palace um and i just absolutely loved it and i had Haley read it um and i think it's just i read many other books following the paper palace that had some similar themes or plot elements and every time i read that i was just like hmm, like the paper palace um <laughs> but the paper i like the way the paper palace did it better um so yeah i just it really stuck with me um it's it's the kind of book that i would I I'd love to see as a movie, but also like would never want to see as a movie. Um, yeah, it'd be hard. Yeah, it'd be so hard to do. But I I I that's my best book so far. All right. So what's I was just thinking about this one. The next one is what is the best sequel that you have read this year so far? And you don't really read sequels. So what did you do for this? <laughs> I just said Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Because for me, sequel is the second book. I know it's sequel could mean in any sequence, I believe, but I always take sequel to mean the second book. So I just did the second book of the Harry Potter series, which I did read this year. Oh my goodness. I ended up doing Finley Donovan Knocks Him Dead by El Casamano. That is a true sequel. Mm-hmm. And I read that series. I read the first one earlier in the year I think like January or February and then like a month later the second one came out and I was like perfect timing mm-hmm. um and that is such a fun lighthearted, enjoyable hilariously also murder e book series <laughs> that um yeah I'm so glad I have stumbled across and they're they're really fun I think the third one's coming out next year Ooh, maybe early a third next year one. Mm-hmm. that'll be there's really already exciting. like a cover reveal and everything so it might be oh, super wow. time thinking but yeah that's super exciting. exciting do you do you think i would like that series i think you would okay. they're really easy to fly through i need some like easy to fly through books i, that's I totally need to read i need Go it for it i do okay so third question what is a new release you haven't read yet but want to well I feel like I'm kind of cheating. Um, (laughs) I ended up saying The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager because I still really need to read it, but I also am currently starting to read it. (laughs) So I think it's kind of cheating, but also it's the most like prominent one that has just been released that I have been dying to read. I also maybe could have said like Upgrade by Blake Crouch or The It Girl by Ruth Ware mm. or <laughs> um, Carrie Soto by Pilgrim Oh, yes. Uh-huh. But I ended up saying Riley because that one's the forefront of my mind. Like literally, I have already started like probably five pages. So, um, so th- that's th- the one it, I picked. Yeah. 
Uh, see, I didn't pick that one just because I knew I was starting it. So I did choose a new release that I know is out, but I don't have the capability of reading it. And I chose The It Girl by Ruth Ware. Mm. Well, your copy's coming soon. I know. So, so is yours. Our copies yeah. are coming together. Haley and I have started doing this thing where our favorite authors, we take turns purchasing um, signed copies for each other. Um, so I purchased two copies of the It Girl signed, and they are coming together for us. So Woo-hoo. very exciting! Cannot wait. Okay, so then, what's your most anticipated release in the second half of the year? So my most anticipated—I it took me a second to think of one, truly. Um, and then I ended up going with Carrie Soto is back purely because you literally just mentioned it, and I was like, I, I can't think of any books coming out in the second half of the year. I'm excited about. <laughs> You literally said that earlier. You messaged me and said, I can't figure out what to do. And I was like, seriously? So I knew I as soon as we talked about this, I knew as soon as we talked about it, you'd be like, duh. And like yeah. forehead, palm, you know. Yeah. Like, well, is yours the same? The yeah, that's mine. Okay. I, I was going to go with Hellbent by um, Lee Bardugo, but that doesn't come out until January. So I was like, oh, I can't do that one. Techn- but I'll technically, I'll just say it. But uh, yeah, Carrie Soto is back is definitely the one. And we agree. I I keep forgetting that that book is coming out in January. Mm-hmm. Oh my word! I know I need it now. I know we need to reread Ninth House because it's been a couple years. Um, I need a reminder. I remember. It. I remember. I, well, I need a reminder. So also, I will say I'll throw out there because you already said Taylor you can read. There's a new Stephen King that I'm dying to read called Fairy Tale. That sounds Ooh. amazing. So that I also will say yeah. is an answer. I just felt like release. so many of the books that I was looking forward to reading came out in the first half of the year. And I don't know if that's because we have like looked at in the earlier part of the year, like looking at most anticipated reads of 2022. And it usually only does about six months in advance. So I got excited about those because I knew but they the were coming. Is, though, and I haven't like you... re-looked. But the fun thing is that then you get to re-look and then you'd be like, oh my gosh, I had no clue that one of my favorite authors has another book coming out because they hadn't advertised it very well or you just had missed it. Or, you know, like I love on Goodreads, it'll say, hey, in this month, some authors that you've previously read have new books coming out. And that helps you kind of stay up to date as well. Yeah, that's fair. I just feel like there's so many like books or authors that like I had read before that I really liked that I just have like forgotten to read like for so long. Um, and then you brought up Blake Crouch and I was like, oh yes, that's a book that I'm excited to read, but I, I have it with me now. It's not going to be coming out. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm not like in the zone thinking about like what's up and coming because all the ones that I knew were coming are because they are, you know, like my favorite authors. That's true. Well, I okay. would say Taylor Jenkins Reid is the one that you are oh, looking for forward sure. to. For, for sure. sure. And that comes out in August, which is technically the, sec- is the second half of the, the year. the second half, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so for you, what was your biggest disappointment so far this year? Oh, I think I had like two, but I knew if I picked book lovers, you'd kill me. So <gasps> I Was did... that really one of your two? I was debating, but it really didn't let me down a ton. I would say yes. the one that kind of like was like a wah wah for me was The Maid by Nita Prose mm. because that book was super hyped. I saw it everywhere. I got it in my January box. I was so excited to read it. And it was, I think, my first book of the year. And it oh, just really? kind of like, yeah, I think it just didn't set me up super positively for the year. I was like super excited about it. And then as 
I'm reading it, the whole thing just kind of like kind of revealed itself pretty early on. And then it was like, let's try to catch a bad guy. And that was like it. So I was kind of let down in like just the plot line itself and like how the story, like how the story was told in that book. Cause I just was like, Ooh, this sounds so intriguing. And I kind of thought there was going to be a little more tension and suspense, but it, it is a little bit more like a cozy mystery book, which I was not anticipating. Yeah, that's fair. I think it probably was mismarketed. Yeah. But what about you? What's your biggest disappointment? So my biggest disappointment was, and I feel like I shouldn't have been disappointed in it. Honestly, I should have seen it coming, but it was the Paris apartment by Lucy Foley. Mm, yeah. It was not. It yeah. I totally should have seen it coming. So I, part of me is just like, how did I actually get super disappointed with it? But I was, it was very. Blah, blah. You know what I think? I think Alice Feeney is our new Lucy Foley. You know what? I think you're right. I think Alice Feeney is, is very worthy of that title. And she's got a new book coming out at the end really? of this year oh um, i believe it's the same author i think it is alice Feeney. it's daisy darker is the book title is is, is that her i think it Wait, might is be. that her or is that yes it else? is it is her okay because we loved rock paper scissors we loved his and hers i think there was another you alice Feeney. that is another anticipated release for the second half of the year for look me. at you see you just had no clue i'm like i, I just, just didn't bring in the knowledge to you I know. I just need to read all. The only Alice Feeney I haven't read yet is I Know Who You Are, which was published in 2019. And I think that was uh, it was her second novel. Her first one was Sometimes I Lie, which I nah, that, one was, that one was not that good. I gave it three stars. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, everything since then has been really good. His and hers has definitely been the best. I agree. I didn't know there was another one. I'd have yes. to look it up. Yes, it is. It is. I Know Who You Are it is uh, this is a thrilling novel about a little girl who runs away from home and an actress whose husband has gone missing. Meet Amy Sinclair, the actress everyone thinks they know but can't remember where from, except one person. Someone who knows Amy very well and what she's done. When Amy comes home and discovers her husband is missing, she doesn't seem to know what to do or how to act. The police think she's hiding something, and they're right. She is. But perhaps not what they thought. Amy has a secret she's never shared, and yet she suspects that someone knows. As she struggles to keep her career and sanity intact, her past comes back to haunt her in ways more dangerous than she could ever imagine. It sounds very similar to, um, like, the the things we do in the dark, which I just finished reading the other week. Did I so, read that? No. That's one that I got from Book of the Month. Like recently, Things we do in the do- oh yes 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 gotcha. Where it's okay, like, well then, this girl has a very shady past, but she doesn't want people to know who she is, and yeah, yeah. she's like framed for like her husband's murder or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, very I remember similar. that. Okay, so the disappointments, you know, that's a bummer. That's a low. Mm-hmm. So then, what's been a surprise? What was a book that you read that you were not anticipating that you like totally took you by surprise in in different ways? Um, I would say, man, do I want to say this? Let say me, like, what, what your gut is saying. My gut is saying I need to stop bringing this book up constantly. I've done it so many Go times throughout it. the year. Um, and that is, oh, wait, maybe I should switch it. Well, why don't you, are you okay. looking at your Goodreads now? I am looking at my Goodreads now because this is what okay. I did off the top of my head. Okay. 
do you want to say the one that you would like to say what I'll your d- gut instinct was? And then you can look on your Goodreads while I'm talking to see if there's another one that stands I'll d- out. No, I'll just say it was uh, The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. You know, I don't think that's a bad, like, surprise, I've though. I've said it so many times how much no, I but like this that is book, why. Though. It's why. It's because there was so much hype around it and you were mm-hmm. nervous about it. I was. And it still surprised you that the hype was legit. Like, it was that's, very that legit. Is, that is very valid. So I... I don't think that's a bad book to choose. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for accepting, you know, my gut instinct. I I did really like it. I know you did. Okay. What was your surprise read? My biggest surprise was The Anomaly by Michael Rutger. That is very surprising because you knew I had rated it fairly low. Yeah, that was that's why I was surprised because I feel like I was intrigued by it, but you like did not speak very highly of it like at all. And I was like, really? Also, this book has a, a sequel coming out, I think, later in the year. No, I think um, it already came out. We just haven't read it yet. Did it? I'm Ooh, almost positive. Who let writes me look. Michael Rutger? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm almost positive. The, the Possession? That's yes. been out since 2019, girl. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. You're I'm, joking. I'm literally looking at it right now. Oh, my published, goodness. P- published July 2nd, special day, 2019. You could have read it anniversary. You could have read it half your marriage ago. Okay, well let me look at this. (laughs) What is it called? The possession. The possession. Are you looking for it on like online to purchase it? You're looking in the library, aren't you? Library. (laughs) It says no nothing to match. You know, I think we looked it up and they didn't have it before. It must not have gotten like popular enough for them to put it in a library. But you well, could always look on thrift books. I could. Well, the reason that it was a big surprise, like I said, was because you didn't really talk very highly of it. And it just really took me by surprise on how much I enjoyed it and the twists and turns that it took because I really didn't know much about going going into it at all. And it was definitely a lot more um, interesting and unique in the storyline than I originally thought and i i loved it i definitely know i raved about it in a previous episode um but yeah that was my biggest surprise of the year so far that that is definitely fair and i'm glad that you enjoyed it Mm -hmm. Hmm, let me see thrift books or books i had to re-download the app because apparently i don't use it enough apparently because i haven't been buying books unless they're signed Mm. well that's not a bad problem to have you know what that's fair michael rutger and hey, we are halfway through these questions. I, I think know. we're doing awesome. It is out of stock. Ugh. Well, Ugh. I'll put it on my list, maybe for Christmas or something. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So the next is my question to ask. <gasps> and the question is what we should do for our Christmas list. Signed copies of the new Lee Bardugo. Like a pre-order <gasps> signed copy. We should. Remind me. That has okay. to be done. Okay. If we, I will, if, I will if we... be like a giddy kiddo. Like on Christmas morning. Haha. <laughs> but for real. <laughs> because of how excited I would be. Okay. Keep going. Um, I was going to say though. If we don't get any other signed copies before then. Um, technically in theory that would be yours. That would purchase. be mine. That's true. That's true. Unless you but can get like someone who loves us to get it for us. <laughs> what about yeah, so Taylor Jenkins Reid? Wouldn't you want a signed copy that, of that? Book? I would love a signed copy of that. Okay, book. well then we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled for that one. 
Okay. All right. So let's talk about who's your favorite new author. It could be first time reading their debut or it's an author that you like read before that like you're, you know, you're starting to really, really like. I ended up saying you're think, going to think I'm so hilarious. I said Julie Clark. Oh, interesting. Because I know you did not like The Last Flight, but I will tell you the newest book that she just did that for some reason I am totally blanking on. Um, um, the Lies I Tell. Yes, that was one. so good. It was so good. I loved it. And it was like con artist e. It made me think of this TV show that Max and I devoured. We loved it so much. And so it just is like, you're kind of behind the scenes of like this journalist who is trying to capture this girl in the midst of her conning. But then the con artist, like you're questioning, like, does she know that she's being like, that she's kind of found out or does she not? Mm -hmm. You know, is she playing games? Is she not? It's super, super well done and really interesting. And the ending took me by surprise, but in a really good way. So I definitely would give Julie Clark another chance in the future. I might not go read The Last Flight because I've not heard awesome things. Yeah. But if she has something coming out in the future, I most likely would give it a chance. Wow. I'm really glad that you liked that one. So is your fave new author Peter uh, Swanson? You know, I did actually have that down, but then I changed it because oh. I actually had read Peter Swanson before. And the, my goal of reading all of his books was just because I wanted to read all of his books. But I think this is kind of an author that surprised me. And I think that she has like a very special method of writing. Is it Allie Hazelwood? It is Samantha Downing. <gasps> you love her. I really loved my lovely wife me out and normally like Peter Swanson books make me so scared like honestly like his books his newer books his older ones aren't as creepy that's kind of why I'm like meh um his newer books they scare me so much the way that he writes like his stories especially I think like um Nine Lives Eight Perfect Murders that I've read as well um those two stick in my brain of like they give me the heebie-jeebies and that's how I felt about reading My Lovely Wife by Samantha Downing and then I read For Your Own Good by Samantha Downing that came out in 2021. And I know you've read He Started It. Yeah. And you gave it three stars, which isn't great, which is... It, it was not, good. It's not it bad. Was, it's not, you know... It was kind of like um, those books where it's like building and building and building. And then it all happens and like explodes at the very end. And then the book's over. And you're like, wait, what? I just got to say, based on the cover alone, I would not believe it was the same author who wrote the other two books. See, and I totally get that, too. Different. It feels like a different vibe. Feels totally different. The the, the type, the cover is so odd. Mm-hmm. It's very photoshopped. The other covers of her other books are beautiful. So I really liked For Your Own Good. My lovely wife literally scared the crap out of me. Um, so she's like my one of my new favorites, I think. I really like her. Oh, that's awesome. What about you? I said it already. Julie Clark, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. I was like, that's the question I had to ask. Okay, (laughs) you ask the question. All right. So what would who is like your new crush? You've not read very many. um, Oh, goodness. What are they called? 
<laughs> romances. Um, what are romances called? What is in there what when they're full yeah. um, So I know you haven't read a ton of those, but you've read a few like chick litty contemporary fiction things. So do you have like a new crush of a character that you'd like to discuss? Yes. Tell me. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. It's Anthony Bridgerton, the oh, oldest Bridgerton goodness. sibling. Um, you are so not being a four right now. I know. I know. But I, in a way, I still am because the books came out like, I don't know, like 15 years ago. Um, and the series initially came out like three years ago. So I feel like I'm just like, I'm not, not, in, I'm not, I'm not being a four in the way of like, I'm not going to read it. It's like, I'm being a four in the way. It's like, I'm just going to wait till the hype is over. And then I can experience it myself well, without it's feeling like not I'm hyped. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, Anthony Bridgerton is like this very like, because I've only read the first book at this point, but the next book is about him. But he's very like, like, it's going to sound bad, but he's like this very like possessive older brother who like cares and loves his younger sister and wants only the best for her. And he's a very funny um and i'm excited to see him fall in love in the next book um and i just it's between him and colin and i feel like colin's kind of more of an annoying brother but anthony anthony honestly any of the three bridgertons but anthony i don't know he and i got something going on you know you know anyway he's my newest crush but yeah okay well i had two people i was trying to decide from um the, my actual probably new crush is from a book that I read last year. So I can't pick that. Wait, can um, you just say it? Can you just say it? It's the guy in the hating game. You need to read hating game. Okay, whatever. Okay, what's just the one read from it. this year? Okay, so I had two people, but I think I have narrowed it down to Mario Subiaco. Who is and he? he is from the book I just finished, The Hotel Nantucket by Ellen Hildebrand. And he is a professional chef. It sounded like he has a chef name. Yes. And he works at the hotel and he becomes the new love interest, which is amazing. Their story is so cute. But he like will hand like he he like makes things just for the love interest, like sends them out just for her. He made like a cocktail just for her. And like his restaurant is super successful and like everyone raves about it and it's like a lot of fun party food but like elevated and it just and he just is such a genuine guy and it sounds so like the food just sounds so yummy I was just like oh my gosh um yeah he was super sweet and I think it's also because he's fresh in my mind right now um but I have read quite a few little contemporary fictions this year and each I would say so far this year the husbands or like the man like role in these books have been like top-notch to me Mm. um they all have been fairly consistent and kind and you know maybe going through their own stuff but they're still there for their person like I feel like all the males I have read so far this year have been pretty awesome so I just had to pick one because he was the freshest but honestly I probably could talk about like four or five other ones that is fair okay well thank you for sharing yep all right, so who is your newest favorite character? 
Okay, so I I know who you're gonna pick, but you, I, I want to know what I want to know what you're gonna. I want you to guess what mine is gonna be, but pick, say yours first. Okay, so mine is her name is Harriet Osborne, and she is from The Change by Kristen Miller or okay. Kirsten Miller, excuse me. Um, she is one of those three women in the main story who have like a special power or whatever and she kind of goes through this like midlife crisis and then becomes this like like plant lady and she like can it seems like she can communicate with like nature and like knows like the poisons and the non-poisons and like all these different things you know what it is you know why you like her because she reminds you of that one girl from three dark crowns Oh, maybe the poison girl yeah that could be is she so like the main is this girl the main character or is she like the side there's character? she is a part of the like main three characters she's like one of the top three girls that you that you there's not really a main character because you each the chapters can rotate between their three povs and it's about how they like work together as a group so she's like one of the main people nice Mm-hmm. but super fun she's very like ba she loves to like kind of mess with people and she's super sarcastic but also very confident and like for example there's one point where they're gonna go whale watching and she's like oh trust me like they're gonna be there i i like i communicated with the whale this morning oh my gosh they're like, that's so funny. they're like you're they're like oh no way and they go out on the boat and there's the whale and they're like, oh my gosh, like the whole time the other characters are like, did you actually like talk to a whale this morning? She's like, yeah, or it could have just looked up that there was a sighting, like stuff like that. <laughs> where she's like messes with the characters as in like, is she actually as like special and powerful as she says she is or it seems that she is? Mm-hmm. Or is she actually just like playing into it? And it is hilarious. I love that. That's yeah, she's she's a great character. So what about you? If you okay, I have my guess, but you go. I want to know what you're gonna guess. My guess is the main. Okay, it's someone from the Paper Palace. It's either the main girl from Paper Palace or the mom from Paper Palace. Or if it's not <laughs> either of those two, it is the book lovers woman, the main book lovers character. But I kind of feel like it's Paper Palace, like the mom Paper Palace. So you are very close. Ah, okay, who is it? It is. Libby from Book Lovers. Okay, see, that's what I said. I said it was, oh, not the main character. Not the main character. It's the sister. The sister. Aw, that's so yeah. sweet. It's because you're my sister. Oh, well, technically she's the younger sister, so didn't you just I don't yourself? care. Yes, maybe. But she okay. reminds me of you because she, you're, you're a mom and she's a mom and I'm like this very like career-driven lady and I don't have children, you know? I don't know. That's That's true. Maybe it's a sign that that. you're supposed to have a third kid because you act like that character. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that another time. Anyway, but also, I just got to say, honorable mention, love the mom from Paper Palace. I know you do. That's why I was like, she picked her. She's so, she's so like. I loved her too. She's so like icy. I don't know. She's so like bitingly like honest. Love her. Yeah. She's so good. I'm glad you liked her too. I think she really made the book very good. Yeah, she was awesome. Okay, so oh, you you asked the next one. Okay, okay. So obviously, you've read multiple books that have made you cry. Which book made you cry? 
that say it touched you the most this year? I'll, I will preface it like that. I think you're going to be really surprised. I don't know if I will be, but go ahead. I think you will. Because okay. you think you think I'm going to choose Book Lovers or Paper Palace. Nope. Go ahead. Oh, what do you think I'm going to choose? I think you might pick One Italian Summer. Oh, aw. No, no. I, cho- I chose The House Across the Lake. What? I chose The House Across the Lake. You finished it? No. What? It made me cry. Oh, because I got you a signed, like, personalized copy. Yes, Haley bought us signed, personalized copies. And I'm not going to share what the inside of mine said because it's very dear to my heart. But Haley had Riley Sager write something that made me very emotional. And she showed it to me on FaceTime before she sent it to me in the mail. And I immediately started crying. So well, I I understand I chose that where one. that was very clever of you to twist it that way. <laughs> Thank very you. Very clever. But yeah, book lovers. I don't think I cried during Paper Palace, but book lovers and One Italian Summer also made me cry. So honorable mention for those. <laughs> Did you cry reading a book at all? You know, I don't remember, but I do think that this book is worth mentioning because I I. If I did cry, it would have been in this book. Um, and it is The Love of My Life by Rosie Walsh. Is it so good? Um, it's so good. Ugh. It's so good. I and there's some books. really sad stuff that happens in it. Like You just feel so bad. Um, yeah, it just, it was hitting pretty close to home in some ways. Because um, it, it has to do a little bit with like um, children as well. And I have children, as Maddie has said. So you do have children that um, that struck a chord with me for sure. Um, so, yeah, I definitely had to mention that one. It just gives me like warm, like like my heart just warms up thinking about it. And it, it, it made me emotional in like a way as in like I can't remember if I actually shed tears, but it it definitely touched me for sure. That is so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I feel like the last time you cried was probably potentially like end of march probably why what happened then i don't know probably when you gave birth oh yeah i'm pretty sure that might have been the last time you've cried i don't know i'm not around <laughs> you all the time but i do know that's at least a time that you've cried that i know about that was at in least recent a time, months. yeah i thought you were talking about a book that i read i was like probably the last book that made me like weep was like in five years that's such a good book, that book made me like weep yeah, and that's then, a good one. And then nothing will replace Unwinding of the Miracle. I literally was like gasping for air, wiping snot, wiping my eyeballs, and could only read like a paragraph at a time. Oh, that's Beautiful. a good book too. Okay, okay, we got to move on. We're okay, okay, done. so what, what's what book? book? Wait, who's asking this? No. Me. Book, what you. book made you happy? Okay, I'm going to say The No Show by Beth O'Leary. It was like such almost a perfect little chiclet rom-com that like it just made me so happy and like it could be oh I don't want to say anything anyway it was so so good and um it wasn't cheesy at all it definitely had depth to the characters um they were each going through their own issues and um just the way that she wrote it and wrapped it up was like so I definitely loved the no show by beth o'leary that was almost my best book choice too that was like a really best book mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, that's great. What about you? What book just made you give get the warm fuzzies? Um, so the book that I guess I I would say made me very happy was Una Out of Order. Aww. Um, I liked Una Out of Order. Um, hold on, I forgot the author's name. I gotta scroll back and find it. It's like a very fancy lady's name. Uh, Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore. Told you his fancy name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just so freaking cute. Um, and it also is emotional. It's an emotional book. It, you know, it kind of touches you in your heart. Um, so I think it just like because of the time travel and because she was kind of dealing with, I don't know, to because she, you know, every year she's in a different age body. Her trying to reconcile that and learn and grow from like her youth and her age and the people around her, because even when she feels younger, the people around her have are older and have known her throughout all those years. The connections that she just has with the people around her. I don't know. It just made me very like happy and satisfied in the end. You need to read Meet Me in Another Life. Yes, I know I do. Get it from your library. You know, I I brought so many books with me. I have barely read any of them. Well, get to it. Snap, snap. I know. Okay, so what is the prettiest cover that you have bought or received? Mine, I would say, is One Italian Summer. Same. No way. Yeah, it's such a pretty cover. And Uh, it's signed, and that always makes a difference. Yes, it really does. It adds to the beauty. But it's got like a shimmer to it and a little bit of texture and it's just a beautiful like like just the skyline, I guess, or like the beachfront looking of the 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 coast is beautiful. So yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely the prettiest one I've gotten so far. Yeah, it is so beautiful. It just the yeah, the Italian coast, gorgeous. Um again, signed gorgeous. And then it's also a very beautiful book in general. Um, okay, and so last question before we talk about a little honorable mention is what is a book you want to read by the end of the year? Okay, so my like need to read is per my husband's request, I'm going to be reading the James Potter series by G. Norman Lippert. Okay, can you give everybody a little bit of info? What is the James Potter series? You've mentioned James a couple Potter, times. Oh, Hanhaken, uh, series. Um uh, it's a fan fiction series. <laughs> I'm like gagging saying that. I can't even. That it's fan fiction, Haley. Yeah, so many good stories are fan fiction. fiction. I just, I can't do it. I seriously cannot do it. I need to think of them as their own separate thing and not as a fan fiction. I need to just think that, oh, it's a series. If I think about it as a fan fiction series, I will not take it seriously. And that's that's so funny to me because there are so many very, very good stories that I've read that are fan fiction. They're so good. Like, they're so well written and stuff Well, I like believe that. it. But then I think to myself, these people have way too much time on their hands. What are they doing creating these masterpieces about these characters? Like, what in the world? Well, here's... Anyway. The, here's no... Let me just tell you. Here's the thing that I think that you're not aware of. Most fan fictions take years. They take years. Like, there are some fan fictions that are So then why amazing. don't you write your own book? No, but it's not like, it's not like they want to write in their own book. Some of them do. I mean, some of them, I mean, Love Hypothesis was fan fiction before she tweaked things to make it into a real book. Um, but it's not like these people have like a ton of time on their, like they're not doing their jobs and things like that. It's just like 
some of the like super famous fan fictions like took 10 years from chapter one to the last chapter and it's kind of like how books used to be published where it'd be a few chapters like in a newspaper or like a little like booklet that people would buy with the with the news and you would read a little bit of it and then everyone gets so excited wanting to know what would happen next and then you know Charles Dickens did this and then the next few chapters would come out so that's kind of how fan fiction works is like you a chapter at a time where some people could publish multiple chapters at a time and people would just like talk about it and leave reviews and be so excited and want to know what would happen next kind of like each chapter was its own like harry potter book and there would be plenty of time there was like like months between each chapter which normally are usually pretty long depends on like the fan fiction um but i don't know it's just it's a different environment where it's like these people worked on this for a super long time in their free time and leave like everybody who is a reader just like wanting more so i don't know i think it can be very encouraging because you get you can get a lot of reviews. People want to know what happens next, um, even if it takes that it's long. It's good for an aspiring author is what you're saying. Yes, I would say it's very good for an aspiring author who wants, you know, or someone who maybe doesn't have, like, the prowess and the imagination to create a whole world, but likes some of the characters, which is why it's easy, like, just to tweak things about the world and make them into real stories, like Love Hypothesis. So it can happen. Anyway, okay. you should be excited to, you should be honored to be able to read a fan fiction. Wow. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, so I'm reading James Potter. <laughs> well, you're going I, to read it by the end of the year. Well, I'm literally going to be reading it post the Riley Savior book. So, so yeah, for sure by the end of the year. I'm for sure reading them starting in like two days. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's happening. Um, but I have been promising him that I would read them and my like TBR list has been dwindling and then my book of the month showed up but he doesn't realize that so he still is like oh you only have two books left until you can read it or oh you've got one book left until you well, can he's read so it. excited while for I've you. gotten like two or three more on the side You're so like, Dude, don't tell him that mm-hmm. but anyway yeah so that's what I'm that is what I'm needing to read so what about you what's your need to read I really want to read The Secret History by Donna Tartt. I keep wanting to read it and then I keep finding other books that I want to read sooner. But I bad. Mm. So I, I I need to finish it before. I need to read it before the end of the year. I just need to. All right. And I, I, I'm the one who said I kind of want to have an honorable mention, but this is just a book that you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but this is like my own little question. So we're done with the actual book tag. Yes. Um, all 13 questions. Um, but the last thing is like, just a book that like I keep returning to in my mind or a book that I keep thinking about that like was such a unique p- plot or like the characters were really interesting or just kind of like like one of those books that just comes to me. Mm-hmm. And that book is A History of Wild Places by Interesting. Shay I didn't feel like you like super loved it at the yeah, time when you reviewed it's, it. It's I did. It's not like amazing, amazing. But it definitely has qualities where I'm like, it kind of feels like a piece of classic literature where you're just Ooh. like, you're like, oh, okay, that gives me something more to think about. Like, there's more depth to it than I than I realized or maybe mm-hmm. at, like picked up at the time. So definitely that's one that I just kind of wanted to throw out there that like, I know I haven't really talked about, but definitely worth mentioning. Okay, very nice. I would say if I had to think about a book I keep coming back to probably would be his and hers that book was mm-hmm. so good yeah definitely that was very good so there we go there is the book tag for midway through the year so Haley, let's end it what are we both reading right now 
the house across the lake by riley sager finally trying to get his last name right because he honored me with a signed personalized copy sager 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 got it mm-hmm. all right well glad that we were able to get this book tag figured out i always enjoy coming to the middle of the year and getting to reflect on what we've read so far because at the end of the year we reflect on a whole year which is kind mm-hmm. of books usually so I'm glad we could reflect on at least half of our books right now. Maybe this year we could do like another half of the year. So we focus on the latter half before we Ooh. do a full year. That actually might be really smart. Yeah, I think we should do that. All right. Well, I know what I'm going to be reading very soon after we're done recording this. Don't give are, anything away. Are you? I haven't read anything yet. I've not read any pages. Okay, well, you're going to love it. I've read three pages. <laughs> are you going to read some tonight? Gosh, I hope so. (laughs) Me too. All right. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. 